0: You're listening to Creative Paths with Contact, the podcast where we step off the beaten track to explore the ups and downs of being a creative. We're your hosts, Lara Chova and Sam Cole. And throughout this journey, the people that inspire us will be letting us into their world to share their unique stories and experiences. Thanks for tuning in to episode eight of Creative Paths. Today we're joined by Far and from Watkins, London based visual designers who specialise in art direction and graphic design. Thanks for joining us today. I think we should start at the very beginning. So what was your journey into the world of creative design? I'm not really sure. I think we've
1: always been interested in art in some form. Yeah. When we were really young, our mum really pushed us towards academics and anything that's really smart, which we are not. We've always been interested in art and everything and just preferred kind of like going to art classes. But I think it was deciding where to go to uni that we kind of wanted to take a step back from the route that we were going towards, which was like medicine or something clever, which we're still not. And um, we decided to do an art foundation. And then I think that kind of like paved the way towards something that we were more passionate about. Yeah. I mean, especially for me as well, I kind of didn't know where or what topic I wanted to do, especially because art and design is such a broad subject there's so many things like illustration or photography or filmmaking that I kind of needed to decide what I wanted to do so it was during foundation year that really helped me pick graphic design which is what I went on to do at uni and that really was helpful because I think I would have just gone into like fine art if I didn't know because uh, sometimes that's yeah. the obvious choice when you're creative. I think it's a, it's definitely a vital year to kind of just take a step back and then kind of decide what you want to do and for me especially it was very much like what do I see myself doing in the future do I want to do something where I'm actually passionate about it or do I want to do something that was going to make money or anything like that but it, to be fair we were quite young at the time so it was yeah. very much kind of if we were going to have fun or if we were going to meet some cool friends or whatever yeah so. but I think university definitely was the place where we kind of had to establish ourselves or we we kind of have to be more sure and focus on what we wanted to do in the future because you know we got there and we're like oh this could be our career this could be something that we spend the rest of our life doing if we really put our mind to it so yeah it wasn't until uni that it was completely well not completely, but it was a lot more solidified in terms of what we wanted to be, or what I wanted to be, because Fulham and I really wanted to go down, because we're twins, we really wanted to separate ourselves, because I wanted to go to a different uni, Fulham wanted to go to a different uni, we just wanted to be our own persons. so it was a case of like, what can we do to kind of avoid each other? yeah yeah but strangely I mean it's all worked out in the end yeah we're now stuck together yeah I mean we did do a lot of shoots outside uni and a lot of projects like personal projects with us two and our friends as well and Mm -hmm. then we realized from then that we work really well together and we're very compatible when it comes to our our strengths and and criticizing each other's work so I think from then on we were like oh shoot this we can actually do something we can actually like make something out of this, and yeah like, sure. like start our own brand and actually get it going.
0: that's really cool. When did you um find that you could actually work together and like balance each other out? It was definitely like second
1: year of uni yeah yeah maybe first, year like first year was like experimental a mess <laughs> first year was just <laughs> first year was like first year was just like I'm gonna party. <laughs> <laughs> also, some alcohol can I consume, yeah um, <laughs> but I think it's because I really struggled at uni because for me, I just struggle with the whole education system anyway, so I asked Fon for a lot of help, and then I realized like, oh, she's actually really helpful, and then we i I actually got more productive working with her than mm. by myself, yeah. Especially because um, you did a different course as well, because she did jewellery design mm-hmm. and I did graphic design. You know, that's two completely different subjects, but very similar because it's design. um And then you actually found out that you didn't want to do jewellery at no, all. I just was very much still kind of like fumbling around. And I think that working towards each other and the journey of working towards each other kind of made me realize that what I was actually into and kind of, yeah, I, I don't know. It's a yeah. really difficult one. We really like yeah. got dragged it into was just, working with each other. It was just the experiences we had, like doing all these, like little. I'm sure loads of people um, do it, but doing all those little small shoots, you know, um, where you kind of like try to bring a team together and work with other creators. Yeah. You do learn a lot. Like I, I always say this when I'm like, I'm talking to, people trying to get into the industry, like always do your own thing first, always go out there and to study your own Yeah, make up little things, never yeah. like assume that it's going to be published or want it to be picked up by anyone. It's just very much about self-expression and experimenting. And I think we did a lot of that and yeah. then we realised that it actually works and it was doing. Yeah, and it was teaching us a lot of stuff, like teaching us what doesn't work and what does, so... I think that actually taught me a lot more than university did.
0: Yeah. Definitely. I was going to say, so you found the whole kind of organic experience more useful than university? Would you, if you had a chance to redo it, would you still go to university?
1: Ooh, oh. this, is a, <laughs> this, is a,
0: this is a loaded question.
1: I mean... Well, I dropped out of uni. So okay. Yeah. Cool. No. Yeah, I, I stayed on to uni, but I had a lot of issues with it, with the, especially... At creative universities because it, I felt personally like there was a cookie cutter type that they wanted from a graphic designer you know they wanted someone who was dedicated to font and typography and they they wanted the certain person and I, I didn't fit into that mold I, I wanted to go off and I was just like look I'm, I want to explore fashion, fashion and What's I want it, to explore yeah. fine art and I want to explore this and they were very much kind of not really letting me do that so I had a lot of issues I actually sometimes miss university as well like I miss going to the lectures because I was going off trying to organize my own shoots or trying to get as much industry experience as I can so I think I would go to uni only because it helped me kind of shape my my design mentality but I don't think that you necessarily need to go university i think it taught me the basic skills like obviously but it doesn't i don't think it shapes you as a person no it doesn't define you as a person when i left i never felt a moment of me being like oh if i go my own way right now it's gonna affect my future career in any way i left with the confidence of me knowing that i'm gonna still be okay completely i don't really need the the grades yeah i mean no one to this day no one like None of the clients have ever asked me for my university grades. Yeah, not one exactly. <laughs> They've always just been like, "Can I see your past work?" Which is what's important. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, the the quality and your, your, drive and your drive. That's what's important in the industry. It's not I got a first because. It shows that like, I can have my working on time, and like, it shows how much work I can do. It's not—it's not very realistic how they grade. Yeah, it's completely perceptive on the tutors, and I think personally, I feel like sometimes when you've been teaching for that long. Obviously, I'm not trying to diss them in any way because they have a lot of knowledge on. The- on their subjects and everything but sometimes you do become biased on whatever generation it is that you're most passionate about when you're teaching that or or trying to express that certain kind of era of or style of um, design that you're, you're preaching and you're teaching to your students so i understand how that becomes kind of marginalized and that becomes your ideal kind of aesthetic that you want to go for but then you have new waves of students that are coming in that are exposed to different cultures and different you know like pop culture at that time or whatever's trendy at that time and they're trying to express that but I feel like some teachers are obviously going to be like oh no this is, doesn't look good this isn't good but they're kind of out of touch from definitely whatever like yeah. from what's being kind of filtered through for sure yeah.
0: So a lot of your work is very like digital focused and I wanted to hear like your thoughts on the impact of like social media on it at the moment. I saw you had like a big TikTok collaboration and how does that kind of come about? I think since COVID, obviously everything is kind of digital now because nobody can
1: get into studio, which kind of sucks because I love studio work. I love going in and I love shoes. I mean, with digital work... I don't think I was into it as much at all. Obviously, I'm hugely inspired by animations, anime, anything that's kind of 2D. But now we've moved into 3D as well. So I don't know. Anything that's digital, I do love. But I noticed that as soon as COVID, we were kind of putting out a lot of experimental stuff that we were making from, our, from 3D software. So we were like, oh, no, it's fine. Let's just throw this onto our Instagram because this is what we're passionate about. This is just kind of our experimental work like no one's going to really um keep an eye on it and then strangely clients actually reached out to us and they were like oh we love your work could you design some kind of aspects for us yeah Mm. and it was nice because the the tiktok project was actually very um unrestricted they gave us a theme which was surprise and then we, we we were able to kind of just do whatever we wanted we wanted to at that time wanted to explore using an actual model and then combining it with animations so we were like okay cool like we wanted to experiment with that so let's do that at the time which worked. Yeah I do think that we're definitely expanded into the digital age but my biggest worry is keeping kind of the humanity within our work because all of our earlier projects are very much about, about being on set it's about being present it's about learning and kind of being introduced to the people around you about collaborating with amazing makeup artists and hairstylists and all that. And I think since everything kind of went to shit (laughs) with COVID, basically, I feel like I'm scared that the humanity behind projects are going to be lost. So, yeah, I think we've taken a bit of time to kind of just try to navigate around it or try
0: to perhaps... Keep things kind of
1: slowly coming back up to kind of include that back into our work.
0: Yeah, definitely. Speaking of like on set work that you've done, how do you find your experience as women in this creative space? Do you find that you have to really fight to establish yourself or has it been nicer than that?
1: (laughs) I wish it was. No, I want to say that it's been smooth sailing, but I don't think anything ever is. Mm -hmm. We've definitely had the pleasure of working with a lot of amazing talented females that's the thing like sometimes we'll, we'll be given the freedom to like pick our own team so it's nice because then we'll always be like oh yeah let's bring in this person who we've been my uh, uh, like been following and this person who we know she can do an amazing job so it's nice to be able to pick your own team and but to be honest I um have to say that I do notice that there are a, a lot more there are kind of like this tokenism when you're like, oh, it's okay, we've got a female on set, but she's a stylist and we've got a female on set, but she's a makeup artist. But you're just like, people are more kind of um, confused if they have a female kind of art director on set. I think there is definitely an apparent kind of evidential focus on there being a divide on set. Yeah, I mean, everyone gets along on set, but you can definitely tell that some things are very much supposed to be female-based and then male-based so Mm -hmm. there's like categories in which people often associate females to do makeup and hair and styling whereas men will be directors videographers photographers so there is definitely that like grouping stereotype dynamic and we did we have noticed then but sometimes we go on projects and we see like the director's a woman, which we're like, yes, yeah, yeah, I live for this. And yeah, it's it's really good. It's really inspiring to see. I mean, in the short few years that we've started working, I have noticed that there has been a gradual change. So I think that yeah, that's a good way because it's kind of a good development. Oh, yeah, for sure. Progression, yeah, for sure. So. Yeah, when we first started, it was mainly like all male directors. Mm-hmm. And now there's definitely a, a rise. So it's inspiring for future designers yeah. for sure and I've spoken to some female art directors some photographers and that and it, I hate the stigma because there's always a stigma of like cattiness everyone's always saying like our oh, females are always bitching about each other but yeah. I never experienced that ever mm. mm-hmm. there's no it's not a sense of competition Is it's a sense ever, of lifting each yeah. other up I think that we've been force-fed this idea that there's not enough room for at all in the industry and then everyone's literally squabbling and backstabbing each other to get to a job or whatever but I've never if anything I've experienced the best possible outcomes when it comes to other female art directors or creatives and everyone's been incredibly supportive and they've been very good at kind of you know even giving very very interesting and constructive criticisms as well I think that you know, if anything, we're more of a stronger web of um,
0: support. Yeah. So coming off of that, what are some of your favourite projects you've worked on? Um, perhaps with like a female director as well. There's a lot. There's been a lot.
1: I mean, it wasn't, this wasn't a project that we specifically worked on, but I think we did um, a commerce campaign where we modelled for this instance and I stepped onto um set and there was a female art director Denisha and producer uh, Sam and I just thought that it was such a well organized shoot and everything was literally so militant in how organized it was and how kind of smooth running it was but at the same time it was kind of this light air and that was kind of um the most enjoyable couple of days for me because it was so kind of admirable to see how everything was so like well put together yeah and they were so nice as well like they were so willing to give support and advice and they they made us feel so comfortable it wasn't like you said a bitchy yeah industry it was like people were genuinely interested in, in about what you do and it was um super nice and then also thinking back we've had a lot of good um yeah really shoots yeah really good projects that have been like led by females who are like killing it in the game yeah I don't think I've ever had a bad yeah experience touch wood with, touch wood. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> with any project yeah
0: all. I, I think it's right.
1: been really memorable I think that's the thing. Like, if you have a good person leading the project and if you have a good team as well, who's like willing to listen to each other rather than being like, look, this is an individual project, then everything will run smoothly. Yeah, like, you everyone. just need to have a good energy and you uh-huh. have to have a good vibe as well. Like you can't go into it being like, oh, this is going to suck or I'm going to go into this being at someone. Yeah, you can really tell if someone is passionate about what they do because everything will just run so well. Yeah, it just reflects into every single
0: thing that you do definitely so we have some quick fire questions that we ask everyone who comes onto the podcast so one of them kind of comes off the back of what you were saying about like collaborating in teams and so what's one of your dream collaborations and why
1: oh I kind of want to um collaborate with like a skate brand only because you don't really see like female designers it's a it's a it's very much like a quite a male dominated like yeah world and it'll be quite cool to have like a female spin on on like a really close skate brand but I wanted it to be like crazy yeah because well, I always feel like it's I want to not be skate at a, all mainstream like washed down yeah yeah so that would be cool and then I would love to collaborate with some musicians as well like, yeah, yeah. I love yeah <laughs> Yeah, or like K-pop musicians.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that would be I cool.
1: Literally yeah, to direct a K-pop video. Yeah, yeah,
0: literally. Have you worked much with musicians already? Yeah, we've worked
1: with some um, London-based musicians, some independent, and some in labels, and that's been like really yeah, I amazing. think it's been really interesting. Yeah, the music industry in itself is like such a baffling industry. Like, it's yeah, so different from. It's so different yeah. and so similar to the design industry. Yeah, they have their own like language and their own like way of doing things. It's it's kind of yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah, I do like I do. It's really it's really intriguing. But yeah, I think music and skate collaborations, all like something that's. Completely random. I would love to go into uh, anime. Yeah. (laughs) I love anime and manga too much. Yeah. That would be so cool. Maybe like an anime music video. Yeah. But like in our style. Yeah. There's some like mad animation videos, like music videos out there. That'd be cool.
0: So the second question is what's one piece of advice that you'd offer a younger version of yourself or young creatives at the moment?
1: Mine would be think of yourself as a brand because the thing I struggled with when I was younger was obviously confidence with my work and I kind of was like I kind of labored myself as like oh I'm a struggling designer but that kind of opens yourself up to more insecurities about your work and doubt and puts a lot of pressure on you so I think for what young designers need to do now is Like okay, I'm a brand. How do I grow it? How do I establish myself? How do I improve myself? Because if if you mix business with design, then you you most likely will do well. Yeah, but then you can put pressure on your brand, not onto your personal self. I think that's better to have something another basket to put all of your other eggs into. Because I think when insecurities and self doubt, it's so much harder on yourself and your the machine that's kind of keeping your work going Mm. i feel like if you can switch off and kind of direct it towards something else then it's a lot better for your mental health as well also it's just always good to think of yourself as a professional like get into that mindset now because later down the line people are going to be like oh what do you do then you're still uh, you're still like oh i i don't know i guess I, i i guess i'm a graphic designer i guess i'm an artist but you should be like right this is my brand yeah I have this. definitely as well, for sure. Yeah. Like, don't ever think that you're going to come out of uni being like, oh, I'm going to get a job straight away because that will never work. And I know that a lot of tutors give you a lot of assignments and work to do, but try to kind of juggle a side hustle and kind of start putting your portfolio and website together straight away instead of coming out of uni and being like, oh, I, I now need to put my website together. Yeah. Yeah, because industry people would always be like, oh, do you have any experience? And then there's like, obviously the issue that how do I get experience when I have no experience? And they always ask for experience in order for me to get a job. So you kind of have to kind of put your foot down and be like, "Okay, right. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to ask to intern. I'm going to be a runner at a shoot because I'm starting my brand.
0: Yeah, definitely. That's really great. So the last question is, what's one goal that you have set for yourself?
1: We do have a long-term goal, uh, mm-hmm. which is to start up our own design agency. We want to see more experimental designers, young designers. We want to work with them and we want to kind of like assemble a team. This sounds like the Avengers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but <exactly. we> do. <laughs> Avengers assemble. But yeah, we do want to get a collective of people who can work in like a cool environment. Like we want to get a studio one day and uh, have amazing people work for us. I want a, <laughs> a hot and cold vending machine. Yeah, I want amazing. a G-Sar, for sure. <laughs> I want, yeah. So give other people, younger designers, opportunities as well, yeah. experiences to work at this, with us or
0: like with our team and yeah. And just grow from there. That sounds really cool and some free juice too in the juice bar yeah.
1: <laughs> would it be free no it'll be free.
0: it'll be free it'll be free
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that, that's really great well thank you that was a great interview i think it will be really useful to a lot of people starting out i hope so okay <laughs> thank you very much you can keep up to date with Far and Fon's work on Instagram at far underscore Fon underscore. At Contact, we're building a platform that helps creative talent get more work, and makes it easier for those looking for creative talent to find great people to work with. Our current product caters exclusively to models, but over the next year or so, we're expanding out to anyone who works in the creative industries, such as photographers, directors, makeup artists, and more, to get booked through Contact. You can find and book talent and visit our blog backstage online at contact.xyz. To stay up to date with everything happening at Contact, follow us on Instagram at contact.xyz and contact.models. On TikTok at contactxyz and Twitter at contact